Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the Huddle with Monica D. Livingston, a safe space to dialogue, create, celebrate, and gain the tools to execute and dominate on the field or in life. This is the place where we discuss the fumbles and the touchdowns, the struggles and the successes. This is where we come to get better. So huddle up. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of The Huddle with me, Monica D. Livingston. Um, I just love my intro song. I really do. Sean Parker, the voice Sean Parker, uh, did that for me. And he's a very good friend of mine. And he is the voice for the Minnesota Timberwolves and a professional voiceover artist. And I mean, he just whipped that together for me. That's my man. Hey, Sean. Uh, Anyway, if you guys came here today to be inspired, you're going to be blown away. Because I don't know what's above inspired, but we're going to kick it up like 19,000 notches. Um, Our iSlide team captain this week joining the huddle is Tyree Washington. Tyree Washington was a phenomenal track athlete, played some in the NFL. But the thing about Tyree is you talk about adversity. You talk about things that you have to go through and still make it and still achieve. This dude right here. This dude right here, I'm telling you, turn the volume up, pull the car over, stop what you're doing, get a notepad, but you need your full attention. Just simply listening to this episode, I am guaranteeing you, is going to make your life better. Because if you've got some kind of roadblock, if you think you've got some kind of problem, if you think there's an excuse keeping you from doing what you need to do, I'm telling you, it's just a reason. Don't make it an excuse. Tyree... (laughs) talk about excuses. Good gosh, the trauma that this kid went through growing up in California ghetto, watching his his mom, literally the violence in the home was just incredible. Get beat on by this one particular dude that Tyree keeps it real. He says he wanted to murder him, toe tag him and thought about it. And I don't mean think about it, thought about it like, oh, maybe I'll do that. I mean, thought about it like, mm, here's the plan, Stan, like that. Uh, there was tons of drugs and guns and gangs around him, and he wanted to do something different. And his athletic abilities allowed him to get away from that. He made some very tough decisions very early on, leaving his mom in that traumatic and violent situation um, to go live with a coach so that he could you know, pursue his dreams. And I thought it was unique. In, in part of the interview, he talks about how, you know, when you're on an airplane and they say, hey, if it goes down, grab your mask first. Because if you're not breathing, you can't help the person next to you. And and so that was kind of his his mindset here. This entire interview is about redemption and, and forgiveness. And it's so good. I could just keep, it's a whole show. I could do a whole show about talking about the interview. But I read Tyree's book, um, Against All Odds. And it became apparent to me that you talk about odds. He's been through a, a number of different odds all the way up. He walks us from, you know, that traumatic childhood to his high school years. But then Tyree was one of the most gifted, fastest, best, uh, most talented track and field athletes ever, like ever. And then he was stripped of several world records and several medals. 
to no fault of his own. His teammates were doping. He was not doping. It was proven. He didn't have anything to do with it. But still was blasted on the cover of newspapers. And he looked guilty. And and people wondered. And it was in his hometown. And it was embarrassing. And so you talk about um, just really having a mindset of forgiveness and fight and grit. And those things sound good. But how do you really do it? Well, you listen to somebody like Tyree tell you how, you know, the mistakes that he made, but give you kind of a, a template for how you too can do it. The book is phenomenal. I had to meet him. This dude is real and he is phenomenal. You are going to enjoy this. I, I'm, I'm sorry to everybody else, but I'm just going to go ahead and say this is one of my favorite interviews of all time that I've done thus far with The Huddle. I know you guys have only been able to listen to, what, eight, but I've got like 15 in the cooker, so I've done the interviews on the front end. But please just order this book, order this book, order this book, uh, listen to this episode, and while you're listening to it, I want you to think about trying to make a mindset shift. If you need to make one, think about making a mindset shift. And here's the thing, we can all make a mindset shift. Even if your life is going great, how about you just say, how can I make it a little bit better? What else can I be doing? Can I do something for someone else? You know, Tyree had a situation where he had to help his sister. And it was another volatile situation because, of course, she probably saw and then, you know, what was going on in their household and then went out there and recreated that. He is a loving, God-fearing, talented dude. He's in, I mean, I don't know what kind of shape he was in when he was running, but Bruss still goes to the gym like he getting ready to play uh, in somebody's uh, NFL game and uh, compete in the upcoming Olympics. I, I don't know what his plan is, but listen to this. Reach out to him. Tell him how you were inspired so he can keep doing what he's doing. Fill his tank up so he can keep going out there when we come back. I slide team captain leading this huddle this week is no other than Tyree Ty Shannon Washington. We'll be right back. The Huddle with Monica D. Livingston Team Captain segment. It's sponsored by iSlide USA, the place to get your favorite team slides. Whether it's NBA, WNBA, NHL, MLB, and more, you can also rep your college colors as you slide around campus in a pair of stylish and comfortable iSlides. And if you're feeling creative, design your own pair of slides. That's my favorite part. I get to put whatever I want on a pair of iSlides. Visit iSlideUSA.com and get started today. Use code MONICA. That's right, you heard me. Use code MONICA at checkout and receive 15% off of your total purchase. Go do it now. Stand in what you stand for with iSlide USA. And we are back and joining us today in the huddle, our honorary team captain for our team captain segment is the one and only Tyree Shannon Washington. Yeah, that's the Shannon. We're going to get into that, y'all. Superstar athlete, world champion, NFL alumnus, and trauma survivor. I, I got to put that one on there, man. I, you know, bruh, how you doing? Okay. I'm doing great, man. I, I mean, I'm excited, man. I'm just, you know, they say every day above ground is a good day. I mean, because you can 
keep fighting, you keep plugging, keep pushing forward. And uh, I'm just happy to be above ground and just being able to be able to inspire, motivate and help people. Yeah. Listen, if you guys, you guys that are listening, don't know this man, he means that like he truly <laughs> is just about inspiring and every day being a good day. And we're going to get into a little bit of it. Um, I, I just finished reading Tyree Washington against all odds. This book, you can get it on Amazon. It's on prime. You can get it in a day. You sh- people should be ordering it as you listen to this. Um, my, if you think that you had a bad day, I want you to get this. You ain't had nothing but a headache, okay? (laughs) But but listen, I know that your thing is about helping people. I got that vibe from you um, in the the clubhouse rooms that you go into, anything I can find on the internet about you, especially this book that you are in. That's a thing for you. I want to inspire and help people. And in order for us to get there to talk about your triumphs, we've got to talk about some of this other stuff. And I will just keep it real. You had a less than desirable childhood. Um, it and as an educator, it, it literally broke my heart reading the first 20 pages, 40, 50 pages of the book, because I just was it, what resonated with me was how many adults just let you down. Like, you know, that's how I looked at it. And maybe you have another view of it but the childhood had a lot of you know i mean there was abuse and neglect and uncertainty and and in love as well right that that came yep. oh, through yeah. is that came through as well that you were loved um you know but medical ailments a lot give us the cliff notes version from birth up until like high school because i think it's important for people to know it before they get the book um you know, just get a little insight to it. But also I'm just wondering how, what your perspective is in terms of when I read it, I literally like had tears in my eyes and, you know, and I see you now as this dude that's like, yo, let's get it. Let's go. They're going to make a movie about me, baby. It's all good. Like, that's right. That's right. Let's talk about from the beginning and then we'll get to how you are the dude you are uh, before me today. Well, I think it's like, I mean, you know, we come into this world, I mean, you don't know who your mom and dad is going to be and I mean, the environment you're going to be living in. And unfortunately, unfortunately for me is that, I mean, my father wasn't in my life. My mother and my grandmother were raising me and I was in a hostile environment with the gangs, drugs, prostitution, all of that. I mean, and this stuff was like, for most people, it's like, they're like, that's abnormal. For me, it was normal. I mean, I was just mm. everyday activity. It was about survival of the fittest. It was about predators and prey. And I wasn't trying to be nobody's prey. I was trying to be a predator. But I mean, when you start seeing people just dying off, I mean, yeah. and, and I mean, you know, for me, like, I mean, I, I believe in God. I mean, God is my, God is my rock and that's my foundation. And, and I was just grateful at that time that he, that he, that, that, that Brian Park was there. It was a, this recreational center that I used to go to all the time. Okay. And all these kids are playing football. And and I was and I was nervous. I was a, that was a, that scrawny little kid. I mean, right. if the wind blew, I would just fly away. I mean, that's how skinny I was. <laughs> right. And uh, but but I mean, football like playing pop Warner football in a sense it saved my life. And a lot of times people they always kind of look down at people like, well, the only thing you had you had that moment in time was sports. But I'm like, if you have sports, if you have somebody that wants you to cut grass or do your last landscaping or picking up trash, and that's gonna help to save your life and and help you to keep pushing forward. I mean, you know, don't you. 
you should never feel embarrassed about that. So I, I'm grateful that I had the, I played pop when I had all these, these great coaches that were my lifelines that were getting right. in my face and telling me that I didn't have to fight. I didn't have to gang bang. And, and I have to be, I didn't be a part of all the, 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 the abuse that was going on in my environment. And so once I got clicked, once I got dialed into playing football, it just, everything just started to elevate. And I mean, I just got better and better. So by the time I hit high school, it was like, I mean, everybody knew Tyree Washington, Tyree right. Shannon Washington. And, and it's just, but I still was, I was still dealing with the issues with my mother and my boy, right. and my mother's boyfriend. And, and, um, and like, and, and, and just seeing my mother just constantly, you know, in a domestic violence relationship and she, you know, seeing her every day, she thought that was for her, that, that, that was like, that was the be all, the end all. That's all she was going to ever get. But for me as her boy, I'm like, this, this man doesn't love you. This man doesn't even care about you. And so I just, so I, I made the decision to get out of that relationship. And I was so grateful for that. But my high school years, it was just, it was amazing because I mean, I had coaches from different races, different yeah. cultures, whatnot. I mean, they were, they were, they were like my surrogate moms and dads. I mean, and I, and, right. and, uh, and, and they were able to just put me on that straight and narrow to help me to be able to excel because a lot of times we always talk about I and me, but it's about we and us. Sure. And I mean, and, and I, the thing is though, Tyree, it, like when people that, that are listening, that haven't read the book, don't know when he says he made a decision to get out of, um, you know, that environment, you moved, you moved in with uh, one of your coaches, you, you moved left, in. yes, you left the home. I imagine, and you describe it in the book, that your mom, that was super painful, um, but you made the decision to choose you in that in that moment for survival and survival of the the man who was putting hands on her, so to speak, right? Like, because otherwise no, you were right. feeling like you were going to do something. Yeah, I mean, you, you think about it. I mean, if you're on a plane, the plane was going to go down. The first thing they tell you is put your mask on first. Yeah, you can't if you don't help. You can't if you don't take care of yourself. You can't take care of anybody else. I knew the decision to be able to leave my mother. It was a, it was a tough decision, tough decision, and I didn't want to do it. But I was like, I got to get my life right so I can help her to get her life right. And I was able to do that. And that's why the movie, the whole Blind Side, I tell people before, Michael Orr is a, a phenomenal man. I mean, he's right. and he and uh, and just you know with his, with his background where he comes from. But I live that life. Like I I, I, right. I live that life. And and but but I use that. That was for me. That was like I said. That was another lifeline that I was that I was able to take advantage of to help me to get to where I want to be. And if it wasn't for the Pasolacqua family, Dan and Debbie Pasolacqua, Hank Moore, Dwight Berry. I mean, these are all my coaches. Chris Reed, just to come into my life and to be able to help me. I wouldn't have been an all-state cornerback in high in, um, in high school playing football. I wouldn't have been. I would have been that. I wouldn't have been that, uh, uh, the long jump, uh, long jump right. champ, state champion in California. I would have done all these great things and been recruited all over the country for football. And that's what a lot of people don't know that is that I did all the stuff. I did. All, I did all these great things in track and field while right. I was competing. But, but I you were a football I was, player. <laughs> I was a football player. I yeah. used to bring. I used to bring the cap, man. I mean, that's why University of Oregon and all and all the D one schools. I was going to come in as a true freshman and right. just lay it out. Right. So, and so you did have this support once you get to high school, right? And, and, and really football, also you had some good coaches. How were you able to maintain the relationship or, or what was that like with your mom and your, your siblings there while you're living someplace else? I mean, are you going home, you know, for well, Thanksgiving well, and stuff? And how is, how is the relationship? Well, I mean, you know, sadly enough, I mean, during that time, I mean, I kind of kind of put the cart before the horse. But but when I when my when I left my mom, she 
my, my, her boyfriend, her, he took her off somewhere okay. and they, they moved away. And right. so I didn't see my mom for about a good, you know, two or three years, something like that. I forgot the time frame, okay. but, uh, but I was lonely. I was lonely. I was heartbroken because I was real close to my mom, but I knew that I knew that I had to get my life right. So I had to make sure that I was, I was doing, I was doing right academically, athletically, and I wasn't getting in trouble. I couldn't, I couldn't get locked up or anything like that because if I, if, if I, if I, if, I, if it happened, there was no way for me to be able to get my mother, and my sister out of the situation. Yeah. And so I just put my head down and I did everything I can so I could be the best. I mean, and, and that was fighting, that's fighting my illness with asthma. Right. I mean, I was battling asthma. I was in and out of the hospital and it almost took, almost took me out quite a few times, but, but my inner strength and, and by, like I said, by the grace of God, I mean, I just, I persevered and I was able to get to where I wanted to be. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about, you know, this inner strength, it is apparent that it is in you there. You probably have a million reasons um, that if you wanted to quit where people could be like, oh, that was a good reason he quit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and yet yeah. you still continued. What what I really love about what you were saying, because I was just going to ask you if there's a young man, you know, in the same position that you were in and they see that this is going on with their mom and they want to do something, what would be your advice? But I think you just, you answered it. And your advice would be to be the best version of themselves so that they then can reach back and be able to control the narrative because going to jail and stuff, you're not, that doesn't, that's not going to help. That's just something else for moms to worry about. Um, And so you were able to do that. That's a super mature, like decision though, like a super mature decision to be able to say, I feel like I should be here and I may do something to this man, but in order to be able to help, I've got to move and, and do something different. So I, yeah, I, I mean, people, you. Yeah, you know, no, I appreciate that. People don't realize that I almost committed murder. Like right. I almost took this dude out. Like, yeah. And it wasn't like, it was like, that wasn't this one time. I mean, I mean, you know, going to my sister and her situation, but I wanted to toe tag this dude. I wanted, right. I wanted him right. in a body bag. And, and my, and I know a lot of times, cause I had so much anger back then. And when I, when I, when I reflect back, I wanted to empty the clip on this dude and smile and yeah. just dry, and like, and be on my way because I, I knew my mother would be free of him right? because just the abuse the I mean, the yelling, the screaming and just the bruises, I mean, all that stuff. I mean, I mean, as a young boy, I don't care. I mean, a young girl, whatever to see your mother get abused like that is it's, it's not right. Yeah, and I, I can't imagine. And I wanted to put it into it. And so, right. I mean, I, I'm just grateful that the right people in the right, at the right time, God put the right people in the right time in my life to be able to tell me like, you know, Ty, if you do that, it's, you're going to ruin everything that you worked hard for. And, uh, and I turned, I turned away. I mean, it was by the grace of God that he, that, that the right people came in my life because yeah. I, I would have been locked up. I imagine I though, Tyree, you put in some work too. Can you talk to us about, you know, that stuff doesn't go away. Right. Like you can no. have all the medals and scholarships and whatever else. I mean, that is still there. How do you reconcile with that? What, what do you do? And, and I think it's so important, especially for black men to talk to other black men. You know, how do, how do you heal from that? Well, I think we have to, it's like I don't it's crazy. It may crazy. It may sound um, is that I didn't know what he, I didn't know what you know, I didn't know what. My mother's boyfriend, my mother's boyfriend, uh, gone through in his life to make him to be way to make him to be who he is today or who how he was back then. Okay. And and, and so I, I know I'm trying to like, twist the words, but no, but, no, uh, I'm just thinking. I, I'm moved by the fact that you're thinking about him. Like, yeah, yeah. what did he go through to make him bad? And I'm like, who cares what he went through? But go ahead, I'm yeah. listening. I mean, because I know there. I mean, I, there's he didn't pop out of his mother's womb and become that way, and so that's what. 
that's what helped me to think about that. Like, I don't know what happened behind the scenes to make him like, you know, how he was at that point in time. Right. And, and so I, but I knew, I, but I knew that I had to forgive him because if there's no forgiveness, there's no healing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, and as hard as it may seem, I mean, it's like somebody that goes out there and they, is like they, they're drinking and driving and they hit your child and they kill them. And it's like, I mean, you could hold on to that burden your whole life. I mean, cause no matter how much, I mean, how many times you cry, you scream, you yell, it's like they're never going to come back right and i would think I, and I would think about that but but I, I just i knew that just being like a, a man of god that if i want god if i wanted if i wanted god to forgive me i gotta forgive him mm. and 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 so that's why i just I, I forgave him for what he did to my mother because i want i didn't want to hold all that toxicity all that negativity right like in my heart in my soul i didn't want that i didn't want to hold on to that that luggage for the rest of that bad luggage for the rest of my life and so i let it go but um, the the you know the the men, are the memories still there? Yeah, the memories are yeah. still there. I mean, they they'll never go away. But but I've forgiven him, and I know he he passed on some years ago. I've, um, from our, I heard from the, you know from the throughout the streets, but but um, I was just happy to be able to get my mother just out of the situation, right? And just right. to move forward because you nobody can judge me, Monica. I mean, yeah. you ju- I mean, it's like you can't judge anybody. I mean, and it's, it's like I don't want God to judge me. I mean, no, my, my time. My time's gonna come where I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna close my eyes for good. Yeah. And I'm a, I don't meet my maker. So I don't want to hold that to him. Ask me like, why didn't you forgive this man? Yeah. What he did was wrong, but you should have forgave him and you shouldn't have judged him. So. Right. Speaking of forgiveness. Um, so then, and I'm jumping, but since we're on the topic of forgiveness, you, you become a world champion, win a medal, and then your medal is taken from you. And you, it shouldn't have been taken from you. <laughs> okay. Uh, t- talk to the listeners that may not know that situation and what happened with your teammates and, and that entire situation when you were robbed, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I, I was part of the Balco scandal, which was the, the, the biggest open scandal in U.S. history. And I didn't know at the time that two of my teammates were using to perform enhancing drugs and and so when the feds came in and they and they started, they raided Balco laboratories in San Francisco, they found out that all these athletes were taking undetectable steroids. And, and so one by one, they were getting popped and, and, and they were getting banned. And a lot of, and then I had a teammate, uh, he, one of my teammates committed suicide because he was doping for 10 years, which was crazy. One of the nicest ten. guys you would ever meet. Wow. Yeah, ten, yeah, over, yeah, 10 years. And then another one of my teammates, which is my best friend, they banned him for life. But me, I got hit the hardest. Michael Johnson, he lost, right. he lost a, he lost Olympic medal and then, but then it's like, they took the world record, but he got the world record back because he was on that former world record four by four relay team. So, but with me, I lost three world record. I, I lost three world titles and my world record. So I was the hardest hit on any other athlete in, in history, in any sport. Yeah. Um, so I, I felt like, yeah, I got robbed, but. but and and I, I think tried, it's important to say you weren't doping. No, I wasn't doping. Yeah, let's, was let's make sure we, we the people yeah. know that part. Like yeah, yeah. everybody else and you weren't and they take it from you. Yeah. How do you talk to me about the, that forgiveness? Have you been able to forgive those guys? It took some years to forgive. It took some years yeah. to forgive my former teammate. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, yeah. when it was happening, I mean, it was like they, they had a picture in my hometown newspaper of me, and they were saying Tyree Washington getting stripped of medals, and and automatically everybody knows. Okay, well Tyree's, you know, it's like well he was probably doping too. I mean, you never know, but but I wasn't doping. I mean, right. and I never had. There was never there was never any accusations of me doping. And but the fact is, is that they're taking medals one by one. And I and I put in all my hard blood. I mean, I'm you know, my blood, sweat and tears to to be able to to perform at the high, be in great shape, in great shape to perform at a high level. And then all of a sudden, IWF says, you know, we're taking this medal, that medal and it's all gone. 
and, and, and so it was, it was for me, it was heartbreaking. I shed tears. I was angry, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, it, like, with anything in my life, I'm like, you're in a, you're in a horrible situation. You're in a tragic situation yeah. right now. What are you going to do? How are you going to step up? How are you going to elevate? How are you going to turn this bad situation into something good? And that's why when it was going, when, when, after it happened, I was like, I'm going to educate young people about performance enhancing drugs, about making the right choices and and making sure when you're training that you're not taking anything that's going to enhance your performance or you can be around anybody else that's going to offer you something to enhance your performance. And so for me, that, that gave me the satisfaction inside that, that I can be able to educate them because education is powerful. Um, and, right. and that there's no excuse about, hey, here's all these hotline numbers that you can, yeah. when in doubt, call the numbers. Yeah. Call me. Call me. I don't, I don't, I mean, email me, whatever. Right. I don't want you to get caught up. So, so you've taken, what you did was you took that and turned it into what you're passionate about now and impacting the lives of the young people. Because I, I imagine that you did have to spend some time. I would, Tyree. I, you know, I would have spent some time <laughs> saying, Hey, where my life could have gone, if not the scandal, right? Like, yeah. and but don't know, but, but yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I say I want I want everybody that's listening right now to to um to understand this is that is that my, my I'm blessed. I mean, people have to understand. I mean, well, you know where I came from. I came, I mean, I came from the I came from the gutter. I came from like the rut. I mean, the 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 village as you read. I talked about my book. Right. It was hostile. It was yeah. crazy. And, you and called I, it something too, in a cage. What did you call it? Uh, the rage in a cage. Rage in a cage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's there's there's not too many of us that that were in that cage that survived, and okay. I was able to survive, but not but not just survive, but able to thrive. Thrive. I mean, I became the fastest man in the world. Yeah. Three times. I became. I played in the NFL when everybody told me that it was not going to happen. I mean, I ran. I ran the hardest event. I ran the hardest event on planet Earth, in the, which is the 400 meters. And I dominated it for years. Right. So it's just like, I mean, you know, when I like I said, when I when I'm done one day and I and I like I close my eyes, I have nothing to be, uh, uh, you know, nothing to regret, nothing to be ashamed of, because if anybody knows Tyree Washington, I'm gonna fight to my last breath. Right. I'm a I'm a rest when I close my eyes for good. That's Tyree. That's Tyree Shannon Washington. I love it. Uh oh, he done woke up, y'all. Y'all heard him. Get him, Shannon. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. So we know you are not resting. What are you? What are you getting into these days? What What's a day in the life look like for you now? You wake up so my, and what? So I wake up. So I my, my house is like home alone. So I have five, I got five kids. My wife's my wife's my wife's in the military, and so, so she's at she at the National Training Center in uh, Fort Irwin. And this, that's where all the soldiers come from all over the country. Okay. And, and the soldiers come from other countries to be able to train at, at Fort Irwin. And so I'm dealing with my wife's schedule, dealing with the kids doing online schooling. And then I'm dealing with my business, obviously, because I'm a speaker. And I, I, work, I work with a lot of student athletes. And I'm working on a movie deal uh, with Christian Turat. And so we go, it's a movie deal or a Netflix series. So that's been going on for years. And now that the book is out, it's like, you know, we're hitting full throttle. And uh, we're going to pretty much like All-American on Netflix. Right. There will be a lot of there'll be a lot of some similarities to that okay. and, and many other uh, sport uh, sporting movies out there. So it's so I'm excited about that. I got a nonprofit athletes first asthma because okay. I have asthma and I want to be able to educate these young people about the deadly disease and, and let them know that they don't have to fear that they can live a normal life and they can play sports and, and just be active in general without uh, thinking that they're just going to pass away because they can't yeah. breathe. So I, I remember, um, you know, I'm I'm old. And so I graduated in high school in 1989 and 
I mean, I remember a couple teammates or people that couldn't be teammates. They had asthma. It used to be back in the day, if you had asthma, <laughs> you just had to sit on the sideline and clap in gym. I mean, like, yeah. you know, it was like, oh, you got yes. asthma. You can't do nothing, right? Yeah. And so that that is refreshing that now you're you're helping to educate people, especially athletes, that they can have an, uh, a successful uh, youth sports experience or wherever they want to go with sports. And so that, that's what. Well, you got, I mean, I, you know, Monica, I mean, for me, it's like, I, I think about like Chad with Chad Boswick, you know, how mm-hmm. he, he passed away. I mean, this, this guy, he's been fighting cancer for like four years. He's in the chill. He's in the children's hospital. These kids have cancer. He's smiling, knowing that his, knowing that he, it's like his life. It's like, it's like he, any day now he could pass away. Right. But, right. but when he left, he trained all his talents, all his gifts. I mean, yeah. he left, he left here on earth. So that's the same thing with me is that. Before I leave, man, I want to drink everything, all my talents, all my gifts. Yeah. I want to pass. I say my. I use this term. I want to pass that baton of po- um, uh, positivity to people to help them to grow, to excel, and to elevate, to motivate. I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, I can do just to 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 help them to be better in life, not to be perfect, because that doesn't exist. Right. Right. Perfection don't even exist. Right. And but I but I want them to get better at everything they do, and if I could be able to pass what you know whatever all my all my knowledge, all my experiences to them. Then, then I, then I, then I did my job. Yeah, and I, I mean, feel it, brother. I, I feel it job. coming through the screen. Um, yeah. Tell me, tell me a time that someone shared with you, um, you know, that your book resonated with them, or when you were speaking, share with us a story that you're like, yeah, I, I did right by that person, and I see the goodness. It, it came back, and I'm glad I'm doing this. Yeah, I was at a Baptist church in LA doing a speaking engagement and I was mm-hmm. talking about Job and it was I was speaking to young adults and I mean teenagers and uh, young adults and uh and uh and, and older adults and 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 they when I when I walked in it was crazy because I was all dressed up and so it, it was a t- it was in a tough part of LA. Okay. And and they were just they already sized me up. They're like, man, this dude ain't never had a hard day in his life because they looked at the sh- the dress shoes, right? The dress shirt, all that, <laughs> right? And I was inside. I was just smiling. So long. Story yeah, you like don't I let mean, don't let this the the suit fool you. Right? Yeah, yeah, don't let don't, don't let it fool you. I can get down real quick. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so I went and I started talking about my life. I started talking about the book of Job and and just like I said, sharing my life with them and just speaking their language, just being authentic, being organic. And mm-hmm. I remember, I just seen like these young girls in the middle, you know, they're, they're up front. And like, you know, there's teachers that have told them like, well, they may have gotten, they gotten pregnant or they're not doing good academically. And they're like, man, your life is a waste. You ain't gonna be nothing. And I'm, and I'm, t- I'm sitting there telling them like, no, you're gonna be somebody in life that we all go through these speed bumps in life. And, and we go through these challenges, issues, and we're gonna, we're gonna fail. It's, it's inevitable. But I'm, I'm telling them, get back up, keep fighting, keep pushing forward, get the right people around you, having, mm-hmm. that, having that positive mindset. And, and just and just share more about like just my with my book about what I went through in the village and right. the gangs, the drugs and all this other stuff. And the tears start flowing down mm. their face like somebody was pouring a bucket of water on. I mean, the adults were crying. The kids were crying. I mean, it's like it was just emotional in there. I mean, and I was just chuckling and I'm, and I'm but everything was coming from the heart. It was coming from my soul to be able to give back. Yeah. to Yeah, you, you, and, and, you, uh, you don't count anybody out. No, I don't count anybody. Yeah. I don't care. If, I don't care if you I don't care if you. You come from the ghetto, or you, or you live in the Hamptons. It doesn't Hamptons. Right. It doesn't really matter to me. I just want to be able to help you. If you're willing to accept it, I'm willing to just give it to you. I'm yeah. gonna give you everything that I got. But it's uh, but it's up to you because my mom and my grandmother used to say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. So I'm gonna give you the tools. I'm gonna give right. you the tools to be successful. But you have to be the one to be able to use those tools. And and so for me, that was like that that you know that speaking engagement at that point in time, it was just it was amazing because 
these kids, they were like, man, it was no longer, well, man, you know, we thought you were this, this, this stuck up guy that right. you were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. It was like, man, you just, you're one of us. Yeah. You're one of, like you were on government assistance. You was on welfare. I mean, and, and like you, and you had that, you had to get that, gov- your mom was picking up that government cheese and all those other stuff. And I mean, they can relate to all that. I was just spitting off to them. They couldn't even believe it. I'm like, I said, you never judge a book by its cover. Cause you never know what somebody's gone through in their life and you never make assumptions about right. anybody because you don't know what they've gone through in their life. And so, but afterwards it was a lot of, it was a lot of tears, a lot of hugs, a lot of laughter. And, um, and I, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. that's what I love. That's what I love. That's my high. As you know, is, is a lot of professional athletes when they t- retire, they're looking for the next high. Right. Where my high, where's my high going to come from? Is it going to come from drugs? Is it going to come from going back into maybe gang banging? Is it going to come from, um, um, domestic violence. I mean, they get they get a rush from that for yeah. whatever reason, alcoholism, whatever. But for me, this is my high. I love this high. I mean, yeah. I want to do this. Yo, I, I, can, so I can feel it, yeah. man. You put me in, coach. <laughs> yeah. put me, where am I going? Like, you got me all fired up. I don't even know where I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm home. I don't know what to do. I love it, man. I love, especially with young people, right? Especially with young people that I imagine this, the, the story that you just told that so many of those girls, like you said, the teachers, people had counted them out. They're like, you know, and they didn't see any hope. And you just came in there and identified with them you are so freaking authentic is what i get from you like you you keep it real and you're like yeah this is my story and that gives people hope right and because representation as we know is important nobody wants to hear from somebody that can't they can't identify with and whatever and so your story resonates with so many people and i think that's why it's going to be so impactful I'm, i'm hoping the movie you know, comes, I'll be downloading, sharing it and, and all that kind of good <laughs> yeah, stuff. And, yeah. yeah, man, I'll be talking about it. Be like, that's my boy. He's a movie about his life. Right? <laughs> I'll definitely I mean, be doing that for sure. So I'm going to give you an opportunity to smile. Talk to me about your, your kids and, and wifey. Oh, wife is great. I mean, wife, I mean, like she's a she's a sergeant in the army. She like she don't like talk about it, like, like you know she don't like me talking about her rank, but she can maybe become a staff sergeant. And uh, she's she's like I'm I'm just a soldier. I'm just a soldier. That's all people gotta know. And uh, but uh, but she's awesome. She works really hard. And first time I met her, I mean, it was it was many years ago. And and uh, she's like she's only about like five foot two. And she said she does. She said she's involved in kickboxing. And I was, yeah. was like, yeah, I was like, man, you ain't involved in no kickboxing. And she and kicked up to name? my head. What's her name? Her name is Monica. My yeah, I know. Monica right. That's, I just wanted to. See, I wanted to see it. Yeah, and let me yeah, tell you something, Monica's. Yeah. Monica's that are five two. We good, man. We good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that is that's that period. Yeah, that's, period. that's it. Five two Monicas, yeah. right? Yeah. I love it. So I love it. She, so she kicked up to my head, and I was like, "Oh, I was like, I'm gonna marry you." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, she's she's the real deal. Yeah. And, uh, but but my kids, I mean, my kids, I have I told her I have six of them. My oldest is 24. I got all the way down to my okay. one year, about to be a two year old. And and so a lot of times, I mean, everybody's always wondering: Are your your kids gonna you know they're gonna follow in your footsteps? Are you gonna be they're gonna be the next gonna trap star? I was just gonna ask you: Are they? The next, are they what are they yeah, doing? The next, so I got like I got a couple of them. I, um, I got my kids. I don't call them by their first name. They got nicknames. So I got Bam Bam. I got Juju Bean. I got Simba, <laughs> Tinkerbell. I got Nene. So like, yeah. So Simba, that's my junior. That's that's a little junior, but he is more athletic than I ever was. I mean, he just this kid learned how to do a backflip off of YouTube. Look, I, I'm not even lying. And I mean, I don't get like really, because you know, a lot of times, sometimes parents see their kids, they like, they just best things since sliced bread. Right. And my kids, my kids know, because obviously what I've done in ath- athletics, I'm just like, okay, that's nice. But when he, when he did a standing, he did a backflip, just standing like straight up. I couldn't believe it. Wow. And I was just, oh, yeah, that's how'd you learn that? Because I don't know how to do a backflip. My wife right. doesn't know how to do a backflip. 
he said YouTube. So, um, so it's so it's my other daughter. She's a singer. She just dropped. She's on. She got some music on SoundCloud, and and she loves music. She plays the cello. She plays the violin. Nice. Um, she uh, teach, she um uh, she learned to play the piano, and then my other like Juju. Uh, she's a, she's the runner. She's okay. a runner. She looked just like me. She's like my. She's a carbon copy of me as a female, and she's ten, she's ten, about to turn eleven, and she can run like the wind. I mean, she wow. makes it look easy, easy. So it's just. And does she I mean, love it? She loves it. She loves it. She loves no. to do it because I don't. I don't force anything on them. I'm like, hey, I said you do it because you want to do it. Because this is the pro- this is the problem. I tell a lot of parents that have that uh, that have kids or involved in sports is that that a lot of times the parents want it more than the kids and the kids feel like they have so much pressure. They're like that to go to practice, to be involved yep. in a certain sport. And, and I'm like, okay, if you're doing it for your parents, if your parents tell you, tell you to quit and you don't love it, you're going to quit. But if, but if your parents tell you to quit and you love it, you're not going to quit. You're going to keep on pushing forward. Absolutely. So I'm like, I say, you do it because you want to do it. A lot of times parents don't want to hear that, but that's the fact of the matter. And I never had a dad. So I don't, I don't know what it is with that pressure of having a dad to look right. up to because he's done all these great things. I mean, I have my coaches, but I've always played that mind game with myself. I'm like, I always look at other, other fathers and other great players like Walter Payton, Eric Dickerson. Yeah. Those are the two football players I looked up to. Ooh. And, and I, and I mimicked sweetness. them. I was like, I'm gonna mimic yeah. them. Yes. Sweetness. Sweetness was amazing. Man. And, uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Love me some sweetness. Man. Uh, you know, so, and, uh, I mean, Eric Dickerson, I was watching some Eric Dickerson film the other day. I was like, man, I forgot uh, all yeah. about Eric Dickerson. And yes. then I was watching Eric. I was like, Eric with the face mask. I was like, oh, and yes. the, the, the collar yeah, the face. Yeah, yeah, the the yeah. Right. All of that. Man, they don't you, run like that no more. <laughs> no, they no, they don't run like they don't run yeah. like. I mean, they they be they too they finessing it too much. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you you played in the NFL. You were able to yes. to to move your career from track and and then play in the NFL. How was your NFL experience? Well, I was I mean, not to give all of it away. I mean, it was it was a great experience. I okay. mean, there are some things that happened that I didn't want to happen. Right. But but I mean, like I like we were talking about earlier is that a lot of people. They, 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 they see everything I've done and they, they see everything I've done in track and field. And, and they're like, yeah, and I've done all the, I won all these world titles, but they, for, they forgot that, that I was a, that I was all state cornerback in high school and that right. I was heavily recruited all over the, the country. The, that's where it come. started basically. That's, yeah, they that's where it started. That part. Right. Yeah. So I, so I want, I mean, I, that's why I tell people that I wasn't some track guy that was, that wanted to play football. I was a football guy that went to track. Gotcha. And, right. And right. so when I, so when I wanted to go back and play professional football, a lot of people were like, "Well, you didn't go to a four-year college," and 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 then I played four games at the at, at the junior college, and they said it was impossible for me to go from JC to the NFL, but I did it. Yeah, and I and I and I did it, and everybody was just like, "How was that even possible?" But for me, I adapt real quick. I'm a chameleon. The uh, that foot, those football instincts, and, and my skill, it was it was there. It was just it maybe yeah. hibernating while I was running track, but it was always there. It was there. And, and, you know what, Ty, you like, man, like it's almost like anything that somebody throw at you, you like, hold on, I got something for that. I got something I got for hit that. a home run on it. I got yeah. hit a home run on it. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me, this is this is gonna be our fourth and one question here. Fourth and one. Tell me about a time it didn't work out, like you failed, and what did you learn from it? I failed. I'll tell you, there was a time. Well, I'll tell you, there was a time. It was high school. He had to pause, y'all. He was like, "Let me see. When did I fail?" Yeah, you be killing it. That's all right. Go ahead. <laughs> well, obviously, if you want to, if you want to receive an NCAA scholarship, you have to pass your SATs. Mm-hmm. And in high school, I felt my I, I I didn't meet the requirements to um to 
to pass, uh, to get the right score, to be able to pass my SATs. And so I couldn't accept my scholarship to go to University of Oregon. Mm-hmm. And, and there was, some, there was some other reasons behind it as well. Sure. But, but what I learned is that, is that in life, I can't be perfect. I mean, and, and that just because something happens that doesn't go my way does not mean that later in life, that things will not go my way. Right. And, and I just, and I just have to just continue to keep pushing forward and, and have a positive mindset because it's like with custom auto. Um, I, I love, I, I'm a big Mike Tyson fan mm-hmm. and, Me and, too. and I love listening. I to watched custom everything. Auto. I watched stuff that people yeah. didn't know. I downloaded, what was the show when he had the little birds, the pigeons, did you oh, see yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Un something, unorthodox. I forgot what it was called, but I watched I that exactly. whole thing. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Mike, and I think Mike's a bright guy too. I think there's a lot that happened. Mike's, but he's amazing. He's yes, amazing. he amazing. really is. He's an amazing person and athlete. And you, everybody doesn't know that. They just see the boxer athlete, but there's a lot there and a lot that happened. So yeah, I'm, I'm well, with yeah. you. I'm a huge Mike Tyson yeah. fan. And a lot of that's because of custom model. I mean, because mm-hmm. it, custom, custom model was big on mindset. And mm-hmm. he said that it's, it's 75% mindset tw- and 25% physical. And he, and custom model talked about that a lot of times that with, you know, with, is that what we perceive, we make it bigger than what it really is. Right. And it's right. like, it's like when Mike walked into the ring, it's like, you have fear of this, 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 uh, the, your opponent, but your opponent has uh, your opponent. He fears you. And so you have, there's, it's, it's just a, it's all an illusion. Right. And, and I think that's what I love about like, is, is, is guys like Mike and like Mike Tyson and custom auto and, and my coaches be, because what made me so successful in my athletic career is because my coach Blackman Eham from Nigeria, he told mm. me the first day, he told me the first day of, of track practice while I was in junior college is that he said, you're a professional athlete why, in, in junior college. And I didn't understand it at that point in time, but, but he was like, you're going to train like one, think like one, weight lift like one, practice like one, compete like right. one. Nine months later, guess what happened? I went pro. Yeah. I was in front of the world. I mean, I was like, I was battling the best 400 meter runners in the yeah. world. And you and were I, ready. You had prepared to like it. You were ready. So yeah. there was no coach. There was no culture shock for me. So it's just, but, uh, but yeah, my setback, it goes back to my test. I mean, my SATs and I learned that, you know, setbacks are going to happen, yeah. but it's, it's, it's how you get back up, how you yeah. come back, how you, how you be resilient, how you be that rubber band and bounce back up. And, and I was able to bounce back up and, and take the good, take the good out of it that it just taught me that, that no matter what, that, no matter what is that to never, to never give up. And that just because it don't happen at that point in time, it does not mean it's not going to happen later on. Right. And right. Cause I, there's, there's so many races I've lost. I prayed to God, Hey, I need to win this race. It didn't happen. And then there was a big race was bigger than all a bigger. It was, a, it was a huge race, the world athletic final. And then I mm-hmm. won all of it. Right. So, it's, right. so, so yeah. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. So let me ask you this. Tell us just a little, as much as you can, about the movie without giving it away? Like, do we know, or, or the show, when is it going to happen? Who's playing you? I mean, you, I, I don't know y'all. He might mess around and play himself. I, like, you know. So, so, so the whole, so I, I told the, I told the producers and uh, the, well, the directors and I'm, and, and I talk and talk more to the producers that I wanted Michael B. Jordan okay. to, um, to play me, to play me in my movie. My wife actually just shot a movie with Michael B. Jordan and Denzel, Denzel Washington was directing it. Okay. But I felt, I felt like Michael B. Jordan, I know he has so much going on. Everybody wants him, but I think that he just, that he, he relates to me. We say same height, same size. I yeah. Mean, and just what he's done in Creed and just being in athletic movies. I mean, I love his intensity. Yeah. I mean, he's just, I mean, he's, his mindset is just amazing. But I mean, my movie is going to have all the components uh, to, from dealing with the murder, dealing with the, the illness, dealing mm-hmm. with, I mean, the, the doping scandal, the love, there's love, I mean, the love in there. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff. I mean, it's a roller coaster ride. But 
Well, but at the end of it, it's just going to show how I was very triumphant, how I was able to come, overcome all these different challenges in my life. My coach from Nigeria, he gave me this quote. He said, destiny can be delayed, but not denied. Mm. And he, t- he told me that like 20 something years ago, right. he said, because it was a it was a there was it was a point in time where everybody was like, well, Ty, you getting old. It's time for you just to be on your way. Just retire. And, and I felt like I, I, I felt like I had some more time left. And he said, well, in life, you're going to go through different challenges, different situations going to slow you up from reaching your destiny, but it's going to never stop you from reaching your destiny. And, and so the following year, I won another world title. Right. And, and then, and then, and then after that, I was like, okay, then it's time for me, it's time for me just to, to leave on my terms. So, I mean, that's, and that's just with anybody and everybody is that yeah. we can't, we can't just quit. We can't tap out. You can't let life. I mean, life is going to life. There are challenges and the struggles that we go through in life. It's like life has us in an arm bar and you can't tap out. Right. You keep fighting. You, you keep, keep fighting. fighting. To the, yeah. You keep fighting to the very, very end and until it's all said and done. I mean, because you never fail when you try, but when you stop trying, that's when you that's do when fail. you fail. And and I think the other thing is that we're we're um we have more authorship over life than I think a lot of people realize. Like, like yeah. you know, we are we're writing this book. It, it is up yes. to us to life is gonna happen, it's gonna throw you some things you don't plan. But the more ownership I find that we take in it, then the closer we get to our success, whatever that is that we want and have. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, well, you, me, you look, I, go ahead. I'll, I'll just, I'll just say this real quick. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, you think about it is that, I mean, we live in an era right now where social, we got social media, we have the internet. I mean, yeah, social media. You have all these different outlets to be able to yep. to get that hope that you need in your life. I mean, it may be from watching a documentary on Netflix, Hulu, or whatever. It may be reading a book. It may be um, going to going on YouTube and listening, right. to, listening to a, a, a inspirational speaker. I love listening to E.T., Eric Thomas. Y'all oh, I love E.T. I yes. mean, love, love me some E.T. And, and, and so you can look up, some, you can look, you can listen to those people. And, and when you listen to them, that's going to give you hope for whatever you're going through in your life, you can be able to overcome it. Because a lot of times, a lot of people are like, what was me? They're like, oh, well, you know, I'm the only one in my life that's going through my situation. Right. No, your no. situation is old. Exactly. It's actually, it's, it's actually old. Somebody else has gone through it. They've overcome it and they persevere and they're doing great things. I yeah. mean, I mean, E.T.'s life, he went through some crazy stuff. It's right. Crazy. Yeah, and I so, love I love ET. The only thing about ET is I have to turn it down <laughs> a little bit because ET be screaming in my ears sometimes <laughs> when I had these AirPods on. ET, if you listen, I love you, bro. I'm saying, <laughs> you can't you can't listen to ET the same volume you listen to some other speakers because right before he start, you got to turn it down a little bit because yep. he coming there hollering. But everything yep. he hollering is good. But yeah, <laughs> yeah good. he ain't gonna mess around, bust my eardrum, mess around with him. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm telling the truth. Let's get into this two-minute drill. All right. All right. I'm gonna shout out some stuff. As soon as the answer comes to the forefront of your brain, just shout it out. Okay. All right. Uh movies or play? Movies. Uh chocolate milk or white milk? Chocolate milk. Hoodie or suit? Suit. Dog cat. Dog. <laughs> bath or shower shower Pedi- pedicure or manicure pedicure okay gotta keep the feet right right, <laughs> right. Yep, yep. Uh, hip-hop or jazz jazz book club or the club book club eating out or delivery eating out football or basketball football oh, no, answer that one right <laughs> sports car or luxury suv 
Luxury SUV. Yeah, you got five kids. You don't have no choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a truck. Uh, guy. I'm a truck guy anyway. I don't like. I don't like all the. Fans. Okay. I don't like sports cars. Yeah. All right. Uh, taking a class or teaching a class? Teaching a class. Beach or cabin? Beach. Mac or PC? Mac. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Money or time? Time. All right. Well, thank you for the two-minute round. Ding, 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 yep. ding. Just Baby. a little something to get people to know a little I bit like more that. about you. It was fun. Uh, so how can people get the book, get in touch with you? What's next? When can they, how can they find you? Um, are you Are you doing things virtually now in terms of speaking with groups? So tell us if somebody's like, oh, I want more Tyree, what should they do? Yeah, yeah. So if you want more of, of, more of Tyree Shannon Washington, <laughs> You can go to my website at www.tyreeswashington.com. I put that S in there because they got a lot of Tyree Washingtons out there now. Yeah. And, and like, and, and so my, my website people, they're, they're about to clean everything up. I yeah. Mean, the SEO and all this stuff, but you can hit me up on my website. And also you can go on my Instagram at the real Tyree S Washington and make sure you, make sure you follow me there. And I'm on take, I just got on TikTok, So I'm learning. I'm Man. like this whole social media. I mean, I'll, I mean, I still, I still, I still remember, I mean, you, you know this, I, st- I mean, I'm still stuck in the A-tracks. <laughs> Listen, I do, ask one of your kids. That's what you got to do. You ask a teenager, man, that they'll get you hooked up. I don't know nothing yeah. about TikTok. I'm on there, but yeah, yeah I, it, I'm not on there like that. Though, yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. so I mean, yeah, I'm on, I mean, I'm on, uh, I'm on LinkedIn as well. I mean, the Tyree, uh, Tyree S. Washington on LinkedIn, same thing, my Facebook, Tyree S. Washington, and you can pick up the book on Amazon. Yes. Uh, you pick up Amazon, you pick them up Prime, and and uh, we have and we have, and there's other avenues that we're gonna have as my remodel my website to where you can go to the website and be able to uh, purchase my book. So that's coming, that's Good. coming real soon. Good. Very I think soon. this and, is, the more people that have access to it and can get it, the more yeah. people it's gonna help. I will give you a tip um, because I have MonicaDLivingston.com, and I was worried that what if people forget the D? What will happen? Uh. So I purchased the domain name from monicalivingston.com also. Smart. And it takes you directly to the Monica D. Livingston site. So if they forget the the D, it still goes there. If they add the D, it all goes to the same spot. So buy as many of the domain names as possible, especially before somebody else, you know, picks them up and takes them. So that's a little tip from me to you, brother. (laughs) I'm I'm taking that tip because people selling domains. I mean, they selling them left and right. And yeah, I mean, and so I mean, depending on, I mean, I like many years ago, the Dallas Cowboys, I guess they didn't secure the domain because I guess it ran out. Yep. And so I guess it was probably like for 10 minutes or something like that. It was, it was available to everybody, but they caught it. But I mean, a lot of people like, man, imagine if somebody else got that domain name. I have uh, a Dallas, I, yeah. Oh. I had a guy that just called me uh, three weeks ago. I started a company called Mouthpiece Enterprises a hundred years ago. Didn't really do anything with it. It was still around. I knew I wanted to be in speaking, but I put it on the shelf. But I kept paying because it was on auto renew. You know, it was right. like nine ninety nine a year, <laughs> right? And so I was just like, keep hope alive. I'm gonna do something with it. I'm you know still investing in myself. And a guy called me recently, and he said he wants he wants it. He's got like a dentistry, you know, or something. So mouthpiece, wow, enterprise. He offered me nine hundred bucks. You know, I told him wow. let me think about it. You know, I'm gonna sell that to him, right? You know that he might. <laughs> Y'all get that. Sorry, money. He could have said, he said $350 and I would have, but I'm, I'm playing hard to get. I told him, uh, call me next week. Let me talk to my people and uh, we'll see if it's a respectable offer. <laughs> <Call my agent. laughs> 
<laughs> so buy all them domain names, brother. Get all yeah. of them. Get all your yeah. initials, tswashington.com.net, yes. all that stuff. And do that. and do that before this airs, because um it's a good thing we're not live because the people will be buying it right now. So yeah, yeah, they you know what they sure would they'll be yeah. on it like real quick buying yeah. it. I mean so I will I mean? I'll text you before and be like, hey, you buy those yet? Because we get ready to drop this episode, right? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, you really dropped some gems in here. We really appreciate you. You are a friend of the show, and I hope to have you back really soon. Stay safe, Ty. Thank you. I appreciate it, Monica. What I tell you, what I tell you, what I tell you. Y'all owe me some money. Who was taking bets against me? I told you this episode right here was fire. It was hot. Sizzling. Woo, scorched. Now, how do you feel? Don't you feel pumped up? Man, I feel like I could smoke Tyree on your market set go. Okay, maybe not that much. But I am pumped. And I am ready. And I did a mindset uh, switch. And you know what? I, I've forgiven some people. And, I, and maybe I got to go talk to them about that. But uh, this pumped me up. And I hope it did the exact same thing for you. Don't forget, reach out to Tyree. I think it is so important when people inspire us and they get us pumped up and they, you know, get, drop some gems that we can pick up and implement in our life that we let them know, hey, this resonated with me. And so I'm, I hope that this episode did that for you. And again, this is Monica D. Livingston. I am your host of The Huddle with Monica D. Livingston. Reach out to me. Follow me on Instagram, Livingston3636. Same thing on Twitter, Facebook, Monica D. Livingston. Um, And you guys know every single thing is on the website, www.monicadlivingston.com. If you would like to be a guest on The Huddle, fill out a form there. Want a one-on-one consult with me? Fill it out there. Got a business opportunity or something you want to talk about? Boom, fill it out there. If you want me, Monica D., to come and speak to your organization or group, you know what to do. www.monicadlivingston.com. Peace. Have a great, inspiring week. Go out there and be great. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.